everyone to Let's Face Reality with Bravo. Today's going to be a solo recap with just me, your one and only Lena, hosting and recapping today's episode of Below Deck, Season 8, Episode 14. But before we get into it, don't forget to follow me on Spotify. Uh, we are also on Apple Podcasts and Suzanne and I are currently ordering our cameras so we can start our YouTube channel so that all of these recaps are also on YouTube if you guys would like to see our faces and it could be more interactive. And my goal is once you guys get, I guess, more comfortable with my sister and I on camera and when I do my solo recaps, I will then transition into doing some lives, you know, on YouTube Live to go over these things. Uh, but obviously slow and steady, gotta take it one by one, day by day. And yeah, let's hope it works out. But I hope you guys have had a great New Year so far. I've been extremely active, actually. I mean, I was, I already work out all the time. But then when I went to the Middle East for two months and I came back, the first two months after coming back, it kind of took me a while to ease back into it. And now I've just been back into it. And, you know, I have a friend who has been trying to get into the gym anyway. So this really has been pushing me also to stay into my routine again, which um, it's very good, very helpful. And now I have a friend to work out with. Usually I just work out by myself. I do enjoy working out by myself, but sorry, I made myself some really good coffee. And I always like to drink coffee before it gets too hot. You know how it is. Some, I don't know. Oh, well, obviously, because it's not my iced coffee. But what am I saying? I'm just talking along. Anyway, so let's get into this episode's recap. The title of it was Caught Red-Handed, and we left off on the point where Max was saying that there was no food for him. But like I said, honestly, even re-watching this back, it made me realize that I, I truly don't believe that Max was saying there's no food. The language barrier confuses it and makes it seem like Max was lying to Captain Sandy that there wasn't food, but he actually did mean that there wasn't food for him. So I just wish Captain Sandy gave him a little grace on it. She was hard on him in the beginning, but then obviously we'll end up seeing now as I'm recapping that she ended up being a little lenient and let him go with it, kind of understood and backed off. So Sandy does say that she doesn't like to be lied to. She tells Max to never lie to her again and to apologize to her, but he still doesn't. Um, he ends up walking away again. And, and Sandy just asks Max to say that he's sorry. And he says, no, I mean, he's, when he does say no, though, they do pan to Lara and Lucas' faces, and they're like, why the heck would you say that to your captain? You would think anyone who says that to their captain is automatically going to get fired. But we see that Lara does feel a bit bad because she feels like she's caused the scene. And Sandy goes and tells Max to come to the bridge, and he obviously, he's like, uh-uh, I'm not about to listen to her. He just ignores her call. He doesn't even say anything back on the walkie. And so Sandy goes to Max and asks him if, like, he didn't eat anything. And he says that he doesn't even eat pasta because it takes him a while to digest it and it slows him down. And Sandy just does not tolerate lying or insubordination because she was going to ask the chef why there wasn't any food. And then he would have been caught by surprise. And then the chef would have proven Sandy wrong. And then Sandy would have looked bad in this whole situation. So that, once she explained it, it makes sense that... If Max really did mean it the way that he did, which there wasn't food, quote unquote, to him, she would have made the chef feel guilty for no reason. So it's good that it didn't end up happening and nothing ended up coming back to, what's his face? The chef. I feel like I'm blanking out on the chef's name for some reason. It's Jack, right? Yeah. We barely got anything of him this episode. We just got him literally cooking, which is doing his job, but nothing for him to, I guess, be interactive um 
But, you know, I mean, I just feel like there really isn't much for the chef this season. This is the first time a chef really isn't getting involved in anything. There's no showmans. Nothing's just like nothing's going on. But Kyle goes to talk to the guests after coming back from the hospital and he just tells them that his charters haven't been that well and they show all these flashbacks of all of the outrage that Kyle has caused and how crazy he's been acting. And then the primary complains to him actually about the food because he says that he wanted to meet with the chef about the picana and that there was blood in it and he was disappointed. But keep in mind that primary guest kept saying that he wanted his medium well done. And so when they were bringing out the picana, what is it picana how do you say picana yeah they were first bringing out the um the rare the what is it called there's medium well well done medium rare okay so they were bringing out the medium rare out and they knew it wasn't his but the stewardesses were just asking like hey do you want a piece of this until your steak is ready so it kind of annoys me that he's really stuck on this and constantly complaining about something that wasn't even meant to be his eaten anyways they were just offering it to him to be nice so that he didn't sit there watching everybody else eat and he wasn't because he was going to obviously complain about that as well but Toomey says that she doesn't know what Sandy said to Lily but she's now the best at her job Lily's listening she's getting all her work done and it's really catching Toomey by surprise she says that she has to remind herself that she was in that position once so she had to give Lily some space to grow but like no offense to me, you didn't really do anything to help Lily get that space to grow. I feel like you were kind of hard on her and a little annoying. But there are, I mean, it is 45 minutes of a 24-hour day. So we aren't truly seeing everything that we need to. But we do see that Max finally gets vegetarian food. He gets avocado and I, it looked like sushi with it. Did someone really have time to make him some sushi? Um, he says that he's hungry. And when he gets hungry, he watches videos of cats on YouTube. And I completely, I feel that. I'm a very big cat person. But then later on, we do end up seeing that Max does go to his room to watch videos of cats. And Toomey explains to the guests that they do have access to this private castle to go have light snacks and drinks until their dinner is ready. But Toomey misses Kyle for this charter. So the problem with missing Kyle is that Kyle's the only one who's familiar with these charter guests. Uh, And like basically, Kyle's the only one who has the ability to manage Billy. Billy is the one that's complaining about every small thing. He's the one who keeps acting like there's an issue. So it's kind of what it's looking like is that every time Kyle's around them, they don't really complain. They're in a good mood. And they seem like they listen to everything that Kyle says. So I understand Toomey's frustration in that aspect of it. But we now go and see that Kyle comes to Toomey. And he tells her that the guests have been complaining about what the chef did. But of course, then Kyle goes and takes advantage of his migraine situation and going to the hospital and brings up that he would like to go lie down now because he just doesn't feel well or his head's hurting him or whatever type of lie Kyle likes to lead with. We see that Luca gets a text from Katie Flood. Okay, are they trying to make Katie Flood a thing? I don't have a problem with her personally. I loved her in Winterhouse. That was my first time seeing her because I actually didn't end up finishing that season. Like... I'm assuming Katie Flood came in that season that Hannah was fired in. And the second I felt that Hannah was about to get fired, I stopped watching that season. Because I don't know, when you when you get really comfortable with a certain character on your screen, especially when it's the Chief Stew, it's really hard for them to find one that makes the audience get attached to them. And I was very much attached to Hannah as I was with Kate Chastain. And so when they end up replacing people like that, it makes me lose the love that I originally had for my Below Deck shows. So please don't do that, please. But I mean, Hannah's on to bigger and better things. So it was better for her to leave anyways. 
But anyway, so as Luca's getting the text from Katie, they're sitting in the bridge deck, him and Sandy, and she's all up in his business about it. And she's asking Luca if he likes Katie. And he says that she dated his friend. So he does say that she's cute, but Sandy just keeps annoying him and saying, I know you like her. I can tell. Stay right there. And yeah, okay. Like, or no, Sandy says, not stay right there. She goes, this will stay here between us. But I mean, why is Sandy even lying? Because we know she ends up exploiting it, which leads me to believe that a producer pushed Sandy to talk about it when they saw everybody gathered together. It was so obviously producer driven because, okay, I'll get to it when we get to that part. But Toomey calls Luca to have him send Max with Jess to the castle. So Lara goes to get Max, but he's laying in his bed. He's being all grumpy and he just doesn't want to go. And he asks Lara if she can go instead of him because he has no energy apparently since he's been up since 3 a.m. and he's been fighting for food. And Max is watching cat videos as Lara goes in to try to get him. Just to point that out. But Lara tells Luca that she'll go instead because Max is acting like a baby and this bothers Luca a lot. You could just tell Luca's getting frustrated at this point I don't blame him because if you want me to be honest I feel like Luca doesn't feel respected as a boss and if I were a boss and I was telling someone to do something and they can't even respect my orders or try to find a solution instead of constantly complaining I would be extremely offended okay I I wouldn't even want that person to work with me but we see Lily trying to get creative with the guests to play these games before they go to the castle where basically they have to guess who everyone is. So everyone picks someone. You'd think that they would pick someone like, I guess, um, oh, no, no, why would it be her? Uh, Bill Gates. Um, uh, what's his face? What's his face? That... Oh my God, guys, the man who created Amazon. Jeff Bezos. Yes. Mark Cuban. Um, I feel like I'm just naming people who are billionaires and founders. Uh, let me think. Beyonce, um, um, Rihanna, Adam Lambert even. You know, I mean, who really thinks about Adam Lambert? Oh, Amy Winehouse. Oh, my God. I would have picked Amy Winehouse. But instead, guys, they go and they choose King Kong, Janet Jackson, Martha Stewart, Charles Darwin. Who picks Charles Darwin? What? That is the most random thing I've ever seen. And we also see, uh, okay, yeah, King Kong. Did I already put King Kong? Yeah, and George Washington. Why George Washington? Is there even anything notable about him that we need to be knowing? That one was weird. Martha Stewart didn't make sense to me either. Why? You know, I'm behind on these things. I'm really behind when it comes to pop culture stuff if it doesn't have to do with reality TV. But anyways, anyways, sorry. Stuck to it too much. But we see as Luke and Jess are going to the castle or they're either coming back to get more things, he lets Jess drive the boat and says that things are very exciting. Well, Jess is talking in her confessional saying how things are very exciting with Luca. It's all going good. But she usually goes for medium ugly guys because they'll stick around. I mean, I didn't like hearing that because Jess, don't, don't get down on yourself like that. All men play games. You might as well just pick the attractive one out of them and get played by the cute one instead of, instead of getting played by an ugly guy. Who wants to get played by an ugly person, okay? Nothing against ugly people. I mean, okay, we're all beautiful and ugly in our own ways. I don't want to discriminate. But Lily says, I carry the people, the vibes, the food, as they're walking the guests to the castle. And I can just tell, I feel like these... Uh, 
the primaries and the guests for this yacht, they actually kind of like Lily and they're getting along with her. But we see Katie Floody texts Luca again that she wishes she could see Luca. But all he tells her is that that is so funny, which honestly leads me to believe I don't feel like Luca's into her whatsoever. So I think he just sees her as a friend because if he didn't, I feel like there would be some flirty banter there. But he's not texting her the way that he's texting Natalia. So I don't know. But how would just how do you think Jess feels right now rewatching this season and just seeing that Luca's texting two girls behind her back? And she's the one who's like giving it to him. Girl, get your power back. Don't let don't let Luca have that. I loved Luca in the beginning and he he came out very good and below deck down under. I guess his true colors are just coming out this time. But we see the guests that are at the castle while the crew, they're eating and hanging around in the crew mess. And so while everyone's eating, Luca's just lounging around with his notifications on too. Like you hear the sound is on and he has this big grin on his face while he's receiving texts from Katie. Only for Sandy to say in front of everyone after she specifically told Luca that she wasn't going to say anything in front of people. Is that your girlfriend texting you from the other boat? I mean, like, come on, Sandy. Production clearly asked her to say this publicly. And then we see Jess's jaw just dropped. Okay, and then she just tries to act unbothered after that. And she stayed on her phone with like this fake smile, but she's clearly holding it all in. And Luca says that she wants to come see us. He emphasizes on the us. And I think he does that on purpose because he's like, shit, I just got caught. I need to be able to cover my tracks in some way. But Luca looks at Sandy like, why would you do this to me? You were literally busting my balls. And Sandy tells Luca that he's smitten with Katie. And Luca acts all clueless, guys. He starts questioning what smitten means bro you know your English <laughs> like don't play dumb right now and Tumi's just cackling at herself about this because she actually knows all the ins and outs of the Luca just drama and Sandy goes I knew it was her because of the look on his face Luca gets up and is ready to leave the crew mess obviously because like Luca just feels that this is intentional and you know how I knew this was production driven because Sandy wouldn't stop she kept going at it and she kept going that when she stated that I knew it was because of the look on his face no you didn't he could have been smiling from anything his mom could have texted him something sweet his grandma his dad is whatever it is but I don't know I'm just saying it was producer driven producers obviously saw that nothing was going on so they needed something to happen in order for them to get something going because after Natalia left and after Kyle started to lie and act like he has a migraine there kind of isn't, like, the rest of these cast people are not, they're not doing it. So we'll just, I just think this is so funny. But Jess walks away and she just keeps saying, what the F, what the F, what the F? And Jess points out that Luca looks guilty, but it's because he is, okay? He's guilty. And if you feel like he's guilty, girl, cut him off. You should have just cut him off from the beginning. But Toomey and Sheffy laugh together as they're walking away because they know that Sandy has no idea about Jess and Luca. But personally, like I said, I don't believe that. I think Sandy knew and she knows that they need drama this season. So either production told her or Sandy did know and she chose to do this because she knew it would be quote-unquote good TV. Because in earlier seasons, all Sandy did was talk about how much she micromanages and they would show how she keeps bringing up how she knows everything that's going on in the boat. She has eyes and ears everywhere and she hears everything. And I don't know, it was just, it was a lot of depiction in Sandy showing that she hears and knows what's going on, which proves to me that she knows about Luca and Jess. And they're not even really slick about it. They're kind of all over each other in front of the entire staff. So I don't know, she obviously knew. But uh, I think Sandy knew I don't know. We're just going to leave it there. Sandy knew. That's it. 
But Sandy goes to check on Kyle. She asks if he's better, but he says that he's struggling. So she lets him go. She lets him be. She leaves. And Laura starts helping Lily at the castle with the guests, and she makes them drinks. And it actually turns out, guys, that Laura used to be a bartender on the side to make extra money. But by taking her shirt off and letting customers take body shots off of her. <laughs> okay, Laura. Wow, some new things we learn about her. I love the little tidbits that we end up knowing about Laura. I mean, first she does opera, and now this. That was so interesting. But back on the boat, Luca tells Max that when he asks him to do something, he needs to do it. And Max tries to explain that he's exhausted. But I mean, bro, you all are working on a yacht. You're living on there. You're all working very long shifts with barely any sleep. So Luca looks at him like, bro, I'm exhausted too, okay? And we're down a person, so we need you right now. You can't be, you can't be doing this when we're down someone. So Max just basically says that he was going to help, but Laura offered to help, which is a lie. He's the one who asked Laura to go do it. And Max makes the excuse, guys, and says that it's physics. It's physics. What do you do? What? It, it, it doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense at all. But the guests come back from the castle, and now it's dinner service. So they're getting to dine in the dark, and this will rely heavily on the service. This seems like it's honestly about to be a disaster. And it the flavoring, the chef points out that the flavoring of this has to be very strong, especially since they can't look at the food. So he has to make sure that the taste is what's going to really capture them. And so the food is originally tasted with your eyes, which we all know that. I mean, the way the food looks is basically dependent on whether we think it tastes good. And so he's going to have to make it more flavorable for them to really immerse into this experience. So Lily says that Max is very unique. And like this is Max and Lily are now driving back from the castle because they had to pack up. And she just like her and Max are flirting and they have like really cute banter. And she just talks about how they have some sort of energy there because every time they drink, you know, it happens and he makes her laugh. So I guess she's enjoying herself with him right now. But this is going to really test Tumi's communication skills, especially with these charter guests that they have. So let's see. So the first course that comes out is oysters with mignone sauce. Mignone sauce? I hope I said that right. Oh my God. And I watched this episode two times, so I should. I should know how to say it. So the plates arrive and they have to figure out what the meal is for each plate. So they feel the plate first, they grab their spoon and place it inside the ramekin and they begin to eat it or try to. So one of the guys was actually able to figure it out. He says that it's an oyster and just talks to Laura and tells her that she missed an awkward moment and she basically explains to her the situation where Sandy outed Luca for talking to Katie and how she doesn't feel good about it and she doesn't want to talk to Luca. So then we go back to the dinner service and we see that the second course is out and it's actually a yellowtail with saffron sauce. Oh my God, guys, these foods look and taste so good. I I don't know. I just, I really want to go and have a private chef just at least once in my life to where I can, I can really sit there and enjoy every plate that is given to me. But so we see them with, okay, so like the yellowtail with saffron sauce actually seems a little difficult to eat because the fish just keeps getting separated into smaller pieces. So we see Justin Toomey start to feed the guys. They go in from guy to guy and help them maneuver their forks onto their fish to put it into their mouth. And a couple times it does slip out of one of the guy's mouths as it's going in. So 
Lara goes to Luca to actually tell him what Jess had just told her about being upset with him. But Luca says that he's not in a relationship with Jess or uh, actually, no, he was saying he's not in a relationship with Katie at this point. So if he was texting Katie as more than a friend, it doesn't really, he was going to say it doesn't really matter, but then he retracted it and he stops, takes a step back because he realized that what he was about to say was not going to be perceived well, which I'm glad he caught himself there. But then the third course comes out and it requires two utensils. This one's actually a ribeye with peppercorn sauce. And they're actually eating the steak very easily. This one looks like they didn't need much help with it. Um, Toomey sitting there with them while they're eating to explain to them to actually like be there in the experience. And we actually end up seeing Sandy comes out. Oh, you guys can't see anything. Well, of course, Sandy, they can't see anything. They have blindfolds on. Why are you stating the obvious? You know, something I hate the most is when somebody is stating the obvious. That is something I can't. I just can't do it. It's like when someone's going to the grocery store and they have to just say they're going to the grocery store when the person in the household already knows where they're going. I feel like that sounded a little too specific on my end. But let me see. So Luke and Laura... They're talking to Sandy and they told her that she's getting Luca in trouble with Jess. And Sandy just acts all surprised and says that she doesn't know anything. And Sandy in her confessional goes, I had no idea that he and Jess have a thing going. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Oops. Like, whoa, Sandy. I didn't think you were like that. That was actually so such a different side of her. I don't know. I just I would have thought she wouldn't like a player. But obviously, Sandy always sides with the boys. Not even surprised there. But dinner service is at its end. And we see Lucas starting to text Jess that he spoke to Lar and he understands that she's pissed off and that he realized Sandy's taking the piss out of him and it's a joke. And we pan back to the chef telling to me the final course is a chocolate mousse with red wine and poached pear. And we see Jess text Luca back saying, yeah, right, whatever. Wait, did I miss? Yeah, okay. So I already said, yeah, Luca had texted Jess basically. And that he knows what Lara had told him. And so they eat their final meal with a spoon. They love it. And it was very easily eaten. And Jess tells Toomey that she's trying to avoid Luca at all costs at this point. She says that she will see what she does when she's effed up because she hopes she doesn't give in to Luca. So basically, basically she's going to judge how she feels when she's drinking. Girl, it turns off a part of your brain that is basically controlling your your uh, cognitive thinking and, you know, your logical thinking. Why would you allow yourself? Obviously, you're going to do things when you drink that you don't want to. So why do it? Just be sober and see how you feel. You don't really need to drink, man. But let me see where we're at. Um, okay. So the, we see that the guests are thanking Toomey for how she was during dinner service. And Luke is back on his phone. He's texting Jess that he's very sorry. And he even spoke to Sandy about it because she didn't realize she made a problem out of this. So we get Jess telling Luca not to lie. And he, sees, he says that he needs to look into apparently getting a lawyer. And it's definitely not going to be Sandy. But Jess tells or texts back Luca one final text saying that she's going to go to bed. And it's kind of awkward because she walks right past him when she did that. And she goes to her room. And Lily's on the overnight shift for this one with Max, actually. And the guests are deciding to stay up. And they want a snack. So Lily's actually kind of excited for this. I was very shocked because we come to find out that on her previous boat, even though she sucked at what she was doing in the beginning... She was the only stew and she was the one doing the food. So, or she would help out with the food, I guess. Or help out. Or maybe there were multiple stews. I might have not understood that correctly, but I understood the part of her making food at her last charter boat, if that's what it is. And we see Luca. This time he's initiating a conversation with a conversation with Natalia, guys. He texted Natalia that he misses her. Oh my God. Yeah, he's officially getting bored of Jess. That's what it seems like. 
Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, Lily, yeah, so she goes to Max. She tells Max that the guests want food. So they go together and they make guacamole. And you think that they would actually just make normal guacamole together. But they went all out. They made the restaurant gourmet type of guacamole. Which is, you know, the one that has like the coriander, the tomatoes, garlic, onion, all that good stuff in it. And they did a pretty good job at it. But it does take them like about 45 minutes to do this. They eat it. The guests love it actually. And they go to bed and everything's good. So now it's the next morning, it's drop-off day, and Max finally goes to bed when the sun is coming up, which is like, it seems like it's around 6 a.m. But when Sandy gets up, she sees that the weather is getting really bad, and she needs all hands on deck, so Lara goes to wake up Max right away. But we do see that when Lara wakes up, she's actually very cold, tired, nauseous, and this isn't good, because Haley hasn't even come back yet, and we don't even know if Haley feels better or if her, her situation is getting worse. So we see that Toomey's making coffee for the guests with Jess, and she asks her how she feels about the Luca situation. But apparently, Jess says that Luca wants to hang out when this is all over, but Jess is worried because she's getting attached to Luca at this point, and she's saying that now, if she's about to be, if she is going to be present, she might as well just enjoy her days and go with the flow. But like, Jess, no offense, you are not the go with the flow type of girl, so why are you, you are choosing to hurt yourself more at this point. And we all know now because you know Luca was on the all about TRH podcast he is in a relationship now so he wouldn't really speak on the whole Jess situation but Toomey just doesn't really seem pleased at all with Jess giving it so easily to Luca but Kyle guys he's finally feeling better he's joining work again weird timing right when this charter ends Hmm. coincidence I think not but Max goes and tells Luca it's crazy bro everybody is falling like cards have you spoken with some voodoo or some witchcraft before Sorry, guys. I, I don't know how to do a French accent. I really want to. I try. I feel like sometimes when I'm alone, I can do it. So you know what? I'm just going to stop so I don't offend anyone. I say that, but I feel like every time I see Max's parts, I just want to do it in an accent because it won't, it just won't resonate if it's not said the way that he does or similar or kind of not even similar, but in a different voice. Okay. So Max explains that he gets annoyed with Luca, but Luca's like an iPhone. You flip the iPhone and reset the iPhone if he goes crazy. Didn't know what this analogy meant, honestly. Uh, Hoping someone else would, and then they'd explain it to me. But Luca meets with Jess in the bridge deck after she had texted him to talk. Oh, and this really disappointed me. They just started making out, and they're all fine. And she just says it's not her business who he talks to. Yet we know it's bothering her, so why is she acting like it's not her business? It definitely is if you're taking it this far with this guy. But then, Toomey notices that Luca and Jess like what they're doing, that they're all over each other again. And she's frustrated because she knows what Luca's doing. And Luca says in his confessional, yeah, I've never said to Jess I want a relationship, so there's no strings. Imagine if people knew I was texting Natalia. Yeah, well, the whole fan base knows, and you're already looking really bad this season, Luca, so I just, I wouldn't have said that. That was really bad of you to say. But we see Luca texting Natalia again. Oh my God, it's the next day. I feel like Luca's really starting to like her. And Lara's just constantly nauseous again. They keep showing her just walking around the deck while they're getting ready to dock. And she is very uncomfortable. And so we see that the dock, uh, not the dock, the boat gets docked. The guests leave and they actually, they give a very hefty tip. It's $32,000. So proud of them. They did a great job. So we see the crew, they go, they clean up the boat, they relax, and they're basically, you know, getting ready for their crew night out. And Lara's just getting worse. So her and Max are staying on the boat since Max also barely got any sleep anyway. So he just wanted to not go out and waste his time and energy. 
And everyone just gets ready. And then they go to this, it's a very fancy restaurant. And Lily just goes and thanks everyone for treating her very kindly and giving her time to be better at her job. And we see Max, he's walking around the boat in his silk robe. And he says that his robe follows him everywhere. And it's just very bougie. And you can apparently shoot hip hops, like a music video, a hip hop music video in that robe. But then we pan back to the restaurant and Luca asks Jess what she's doing after this and then asks if they can go to France together and then points out to go to uh, Cane's. But like, why? He doesn't even want to date her. So why does he want to do all of this with Jess? I think that's what confuses me. Like if a guy doesn't want to be with you, why do they want to take the extra mile and go traveling together and stuff? What, just to continue having fun for a little bit before he cuts you off completely? Because that's what it seems like. But Jess is stupid and she agreed with him right away. And she says in her confessional that the approval and attention Luca gives her feels great. And I really like her self-awareness here. So I have to give her that at least. I mean, she's right. (laughs) But, you know, it's okay. I understand her. She has some sort of insecurity that she feels. And I feel like that's what's making her stick with Luca. But then we go back to... Yeah, so basically they all go to a bar after they drink. It seems like kind of an empty bar. Uh, They're having fun. They're partying. They're dancing. And they all go back to the boat. And Lily goes into Max's room while she's very drunk. And he's sober sleeping. Keep in mind, she smells like cigarettes and whatever. And Luca makes a cover for him and Jess so they can have privacy in the bed. Wink, wink. And Lily jumps into bed, into Max's bed. Like she wakes him up. She jumps into bed. And he just keeps saying, she smelled of alcohol with cigarettes. Ah, please, Lily, when you talk to me, put 45 degrees to the left and then we go back to Luca and Jess and they're they're just getting it on and Tuma and Kyle just go into the room and they tell them hi because they're kind of trying to cock block and ruin their moment and they just laugh at them as they're walking away because Luca tells them to get out and Max finally gets Lily down from his bed I feel like this kind of just turned Max off from Lily completely and he's not really into it but then we see the next morning that Sandy texts Haley asking if she's okay But Laura seems to be getting worse, to which Sandy asks if she's okay, and Laura says that she's had bad chills, and then Sandy calls her a doctor to get her off this boat immediately. And now Laura can't come back. If Laura can't come back, or even Haley, they just can't leave the dock at all for this next charter. And we see Haley, it ends with Haley texting Sandy a text that it's been a rough couple of days, and she needs to call the captain. And I actually believe that Haley's not coming back. I think this is the end of her. I mean, she already didn't bring anything. And I wish they replaced her a long time ago. But in the preview for next week, we see that Jess says she's going to Cane's with Cans. I think it's Cans. I've been calling it Cane's. Like the Cane's chicken place. Uh, with Luca. While Luca's sexting Natalia, he's reached that point with her. And Sandy's sick of Natalia not being there because they showed that the laundry room is very messy. And Sheffy calls Natalia to come with them on their crew night out because, guys, apparently Natalia never left the country. She's still there, which means she never met up with her boyfriend. She must have just decided she wanted to leave him and stayed in the hotel room until the season was over. I didn't think production would let her do that. Or maybe, I mean, is she paying for the hotel room? How is she doing this? I don't know. But I guess we'll see next time. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. Thank you again for listening. And I hope you guys follow, rate, review, subscribe, do whatever it is you can to show some support. Follow us on Instagram as well. I made an Instagram and I've been really trying to get into it to post on it. It's let's face reality dot 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 with Bravo in parentheses. So I hope you guys can follow us, take a listen. And yeah, don't forget to listen to our other episodes. I do cover cover Southern Charm, uh, Other Than Below Deck, all the Real Housewife franchises, Winter House, summer house vanderpump rules is coming up so don't miss that we will be recapping it in details and i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we are signing off